VCY America presents Crosstalk, a nationwide call-in program discussing issues that have an effect on our families, our communities, our churches, our nation, and our world. Crosstalk, an opportunity for you to voice your concerns for biblical principles. And now live by satellite and around the world on the Internet at vcyamerica.org. Here is today's Crosstalk. And we do thank you for joining us here today on Crosstalk. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm guessing that perhaps everyone listening to the program right now has has gone through some type of challenging experience. And if you haven't yourself, you know somebody who has. Uh, it's very likely that some of you at this very moment are going through a, a challenging time in your own life. Uh, perhaps you or a loved one uh, has gone through a prolonged illness or disability. Perhaps you've lost a loved one to cancer or COVID or heart disease or some other cause. Uh, Perhaps you've been rejected by your family or loved ones because of your faith in Christ, or perhaps you've missed advancing in your employment because of the biblical principles that govern your life, and you've taken a stand on those principles. But we trust today's program will be a help to you. We trust today's program will be an encouragement to you. You see, the words penned by the prophet Jeremiah have been a source of strength to many found in Lamentations 3, 22 and 23. It is of the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed because his compassions fail not. They are new every morning. Great is thy faithfulness. Our guest today has written a book containing 52 devotionals reminding us that our loving God is faithful and he can be trusted to always follow through on what he says he will do. Joining us today, we welcome back Robert J. Morgan. I recently transitioned to serve full-time as leader of Robert J. Morgan Ministries. He served in pastoral ministry for over 40 years. He's a best-selling author with over 35 books in print. Uh, He's been with us on several times, uh, several occasions here on Crosstalk, discussing some of uh, his books like Then Sings My Soul, uh, The Red Sea Rules, The Jordan River Rules, 100 Bible Verses That Made America, The 50 Final Events in World History, and others. Well, he's with us today discussing his book, Great is Thy Faithfulness, subtitled 52 Reasons to Trust God When Hope Feels Lost. Brother Morgan, thank you for joining us here today. Oh, well, it's my pleasure, Jim. It's always such a pleasure to hear your voice. Well, I know you have gone through many challenges in your own life. You've had many years in ministry, and more recent years, uh, you were a caregiver for your wife, Katrina. She battled MS, went home to be with the Lord just three years ago this month. And I'm sure this continues to be in your thoughts. What impact have these events had on your writing this book? As I've gone through life, and I'm 70 years old now, um, I can look back and see that there has never been a time when God has failed to keep a promise that he gave to me. We live our life based upon the promises of God. The Scripture is filled with promises. And we have to interpret those promises correctly, and we have to wait on God's timing to fulfill them. But there has not been any possibility ever of God ever failing to fulfill one of the promises that he has made. And so for me, the life of getting through difficult circumstances is the life of searching out the promises that God has for Mm -hmm. me in any given circumstance and attaching myself to that promise and allowing the Lord to lift me as time goes by to where he wants me to be by the power of his faithfulness. Uh, and I, it's, it's very similar to what the psalmist said in Psalm 37, feed on his faithfulness. And that's one of the secrets to the victorious life. I am sure you found in your life and just in those that you've counseled in, in church ministry through the years that adverse uh, circumstances can really take a dominating grip on our lives, and I'm sure you'll agree that at times it can be quite overwhelming. Well, I'm given to panic attacks, and I've battled anxiety for many years. I find that the uh, adversities, as much as I recoil from them, have a way of driving me right to the Bible. Hmm. I think when trouble comes, Jim, it can either drive you towards God or away from God. Mm-hmm. And by his grace, it has always driven me towards God, and I have to just in desperation say, Lord, I need a word from you. I need something from the Bible to strengthen me through this difficult time that I'm going through. There has never been a time when the Lord has not given me some scripture to help me through a difficulty. Wow. Well, in the very introduction of your book entitled Great is Thy Faithfulness, 
Um, you use the illustration of uh, the use of a rope to get down the side of a cliff. Could you relate that incident uh, to this matter of faithfulness? Yes, a few years ago when I was younger, I went with some friends um, who were propelling uh, or rappelling off off the uh, side of a cliff. It wasn't a, a super, it wasn't like, you know, Yellowstone or anything or it, the Grand Tetons, but it was, uh, to me, it was a pretty big cliff. And, you know, I was given the training, and when I backed off the back of that cliff, I mean, you literally hang onto that rope, and you just back off the side of the cliff and walk your way down. Uh, everything depends on the rope. If the rope holds, then you'll be fine. But if the rope breaks, then you're in great trouble. And I was perfectly safe because that rope was absolutely dependable. I didn't feel safe until I realized I finally just took a deep breath and realized the rope wasn't going to break, that I could I could trust it. And when when I came to that realization, suddenly it was an exhilarating experience, but at first it didn't feel very safe. And I think that for us, our hanging on to the promises of God is like my hanging on to that rope. His promises will not break. And once we realize that, then life becomes much more exhilarating. Pastor Robert Morgan with us here today on Crosstalk regarding uh, his book, Great Is Thy Faithfulness. And um, I quoted from the, perhaps a classic scripture passage many turn to about God's great faithfulness, Lamentations 3, 22 and 23. I read those at the beginning of the program today, but as you studied this pro- program, or rather this topic of God's faithfulness, you saw that this was not the only passage dealing with God's faithfulness. What did you find? There are about 100 occurrences of the words faithful and faithfulness as it applies to God in the Bible. It's all the way through. Uh, There are many, many Old Testament scriptures on God's faithfulness. Psalm 117 says, The faithfulness of the Lord endures forever. And my favorite verse, uh, which goes back to my rope illustration, is in Hebrews 10.23, Let us hold unswervingly to the hope that we profess, because he who promised is faithful. But the verses in Lamentations 3, um, it is of the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed, for his compassions fell not, they are new every morning, great is thy faithfulness. Jeremiah the prophet wrote those words on the worst day of his life, as the city of Jerusalem burned around him, and yet he found that even in the midst of his lament and his sorrow, that he could count on the fresh new mercies of God and on the Lord's incredible faithfulness. So this is a theme that goes from the book of Genesis all the way to the book of Revelation. And I think that's so important, as you mentioned, it is Jeremiah who penned those words under the inspiration of the Spirit of God, because Jeremiah didn't have an easy life. I mean, not only did he see, you know, the the, the city go to ruins, the people taken into captivity, but, but he himself did what God asked him to do, and he was persecuted. He was thrown in a miry pit, and he went through so many difficult times himself. It's interesting when you study Jeremiah that he was called to a ministry which was relatively successful at the beginning and decreasingly so. And so by the end of his life, very few people were listening to him. And yet he continued faithfully in his service because he knew that God was faithful. And that is so critical. We cannot be faithful if we do not understand that God is faithful. Hmm. But Jeremiah put that right in the middle of Lamentations, the book of Lamentations. Great is thy faithfulness. And I just, you know, I'd I'd stand on that truth every single day. And why do you see that being so important when we're going through heartache or despair or defeat, whatever it may be, difficulties, why is it so important to, to focus on God's faithfulness? One of the things I say in the introduction is that faith, is trusting in the facts that we know, not in the feelings that we have. Faith is trusting in the facts that we know, not in the feelings that we have. And the facts that are listed for us in the Bible about God's qualities, His attributes, His characteristics, His promises, His tender mercies over all of His works, those are facts. And my feelings go up and down. They're like a roller coaster sometimes. 
But the facts do not change because God is unchangeable. In fact, in the great hymn, Great is Thy Faithfulness, it says, Thou changest not, yes. thy compassions they fail not, great is thy faithfulness. Mm, amen. And so I have to trust in the facts that I know, not in the feelings that I have at any given moment. Well, the the book contains uh, 52 reasons to trust God uh, when hope feels lost, uh, 52 devotionals, if you will. And on page 21 in your book, you've got a quote from Martin Lloyd-Jones, and I'd like to read it and have you comment on it. He said, okay. he said, faith is holding on to the faithfulness of God, and as long as you do that, you cannot go wrong. Faith does not look at the difficulties. Faith does not look at itself. Faith looks at God. We focus on God, on His promises. Uh, it's not a question of whether or not we have a great faith. It is whether or not we have faith in a great God. And so as long as we keep focused on a promise that God gives us, or on the Lord Himself dwelling on His throne in majesty and control of everything, then we will uh, we'll be all right. We, uh, we will hold on to its faithfulness. The Bible says that faith cometh by hearing, mm-hmm. and hearing by the Word of God. So what impact should, and we're going to look at God's faithfulness here, but what impact should that have on a, on a believer's life, God's faithfulness? Well, I find that it stabilizes my attitudes, and my attitudes then will stabilize my emotions. You know, our emotions are the feelings that we have. Our attitudes are the dispositions that we choose. And so joy, for example, is an attitude. Peace is an attitude. As I focus on God's Word and trust Him, then my attitudes become very, very settled, and that enables me to keep greater management of my emotions. We can't do just what we feel like doing, and everything is not exactly the way that we feel that it is. Emotions and our feelings can be very deceptive. Uh, We can feel very bad when good things happen. We Mm -hmm. can feel very good when bad things happen. Uh, Our emotions are are uh, some—that's a part of us we cannot trust, but we can trust in the God whose promises enable us to grow in the attitudes or the fruit of the Spirit. Amen. And uh, friends, as we mentioned, you may be going through a time of great challenge in your life or have uh, just come through on the other side. And today, focusing on the faithfulness of God, and it is so easy to become Focus internally on the issues and the battles that we are going through in life and and uh, uh, how important it is in such times to to focus on Jesus Christ, uh, but, you know, looking unto Jesus, the author, the finisher of our faith. Uh, the book is entitled Great is Thy Faithfulness. Uh, it's author with us today, Robert J. Morgan. And uh, so many of the books that he has written that we've interviewed him are on, on Crosstalk just are born out of his own personal state of the Word or something that God is doing in his life and uh, has put these into print to be a benefit to many. We're going to take a quick break here, and uh, we're going to come back and uh, further discuss this book and also share with you how you can obtain a copy of this book as well, which is being featured this month at our VCY bookstore. But we trust uh, today maybe you're going through some discouragement, some difficulty, and uh, to Today, you could uh, just be blessed and encouraged knowing that the faithfulness of our God is great. We'll be back in just one minute. You're listening to Crosstalk on VCY America. Back to Genesis with Dr. John Morris, scientist and creation seminar speaker with the Institute for Creation Research. Dr. Morris, do creationists sometimes use bogus arguments for creation? Unfortunately, they do, Chris. Some favorite arguments that sound so good really aren't well established. Thankfully, there is plenty of good evidence that creationists can use. One example of an outdated argument is the possible human footprints found in the same strata as dinosaur footprints in Texas. Now, I was one of the original developers of this theory and published the authoritative book on it. But the more research we did, the more we saw problems. So I removed my book from the market and we no longer use that claim. I feel it's too ambiguous to use. Now, others still do use that argument, and while I don't oppose them, I do encourage them to use the better evidence. True evidence for creation is strong and convincing, especially as we use that back-to-Genesis perspective. This is Chris O'Brien. Thanks for going Back to Genesis.
You're listening to Crosstalk on VCY America. Robert J. Morgan, our guest here today, writing a book entitled Great Is Thy Faithfulness, 52 Reasons to Trust God When Hope Feels Lost. Friends, have you been there? Just felt like there is no hope and just where am I going to turn next? Focus in on the faithfulness of God. Uh, Robert, as we're talking about this book here today, when you are personally going through a struggle, you mentioned one verse before, but is there a particular go-to verse or passage that's been especially meaningful to you? Well, there are so many, Jim, but it depends on, on the circumstances. What I, the, the pattern that I was taught as a young man and which I followed is when I fall into a difficult place, and I've been in some very difficult ones with great anxiety and great fear, then I just open the Bible and start reading where I left off the day before. I'm constantly reading through the Bible every day. Um, I don't necessarily go from Genesis to Revelation. Right Mm -hmm. now I'm reading through the book of Philippians, but I will just sit down and cry out to the Lord and say, Lord, I need a verse. I need a truth. And, uh, And I will begin reading where I left off, and I just read until I find it. If I don't find it in the next few pages of the Bible, I'll go to the Psalms, um, or, uh, or I'll, I'll go you know, to the latter chapters of Isaiah, which mm. are very rich. But always there is some verse. I very often go to Romans 8.28. I used to think that I, could, that I was going to wear that verse out, <laughs> and then I came to realize you can't wear it out, but it's the yeah. verse that says, we know that God works all things together for those who love Him. And that's been a very important verse in my life. But, but I can, if, you know, if I were to show you my Bible, it's underlined with various verses that God has given me during various crises. And the thing, Jim, is that the crisis will eventually resolve itself, but the verse that God gives you during that crisis will stay with you for the rest of your Amen. life. Amen. Amen. Uh, chapter 8 of this book is entitled 39 Promises. Uh, tell us what you're getting at with this uh, devotional in your book. Well, I wanted to go through the entire Bible, take every one of the 66 chapters, which are 39 chapters in the Old Testament, and uh, 27 in the New, and show how each one of these 66 books illustrates God's faithfulness. And so we're told in Genesis 15 that God is our shield and our very great reward. We're told in Exodus that He will go with us and give us rest. We're told in Leviticus that he will walk among us and be our God. We're told in Numbers, in that great benediction, that he will bless us and keep us and make his face to shine upon us. And I went through, in this particular chapter 8, all 39 Old Testament books to show what God has promised to do for us, 39 different things that he's promised to Mm -hmm. do for us. And then later I do the same with the New Testament, because every book of the Bible— all of the 66, it's like having 66 friends all speaking into your life and giving you verses and words of reassurance that you need. Chapter 8, as we mentioned, 39 Promises. It's Chapter 16, entitled 27 Promises. And what a blessing to know, Brother Morgan, that God's promises did not stop at the end of the Old Testament, did they? No. In fact, so many promises are in the New Testament uh, that it's just a great blessing. Jesus spoke a lot of them in the Gospels. Uh, Paul's 13 epistles have promises. They're packed with promises. Uh, and even the book of Revelation, which is one of my favorite books in the Bible, is uh, full of promises uh, for, the, for the child of God. So uh, when, you have, you know, if you, it, when you have the Bible in your hands, you have a book of promises there, uh, hundreds and thousands of promises um, folks, as you're listening to Crosstalk today, I mentioned this book, Great Is Thy Faithfulness, is uh, being offered as a book of the month uh, at our VCY Bookstore and Outreach Center. This is a hardcover book, just over 200 pages. It's got a beautiful gold ribbon marker that the reader can use to mark the page that you've left off on and start the next devotional. 
and it's it's a book that not only you personally can benefit from, but but there's a, also a page at the front, a, a gift page, if you will, where you can fill it in, a gift for and and from and a date and room to add just a personal note to an individual. So it's a, a gift devotional to share with others when you know they're going through a challenging time or a, a, a difficult situation. And this month of November 2022, the VCY Bookstore is offering Great Is Thy Faithfulness uh, through November 30th. This hardcover gift book normally retails for $19.99 is being offered at 45% off. They have it for just $10.99 plus any applicable tax and or shipping. Uh, you may want to desire to get multiple copies, so not only you have one for yourself, but to, to have on hand to give to others as they're going through times of difficulty. Uh, it's available right now at vcy.com, vcy.com, or by calling one triple eight seven two two four eight two nine one triple eight seven two two four eight two nine. But this only goes through Wednesday, November 30th, and so we'd encourage you to act sooner than later. If you get a busy signal, just call the store later. They're open until 6 p.m. Central Time here, but uh, that discount does expire on November 30th. And I brought up the gift books uh, aspect of this, Robert, because I I believe that this is just a a wonderful tool that a, a person can give to somebody else as they're going through a challenging time. It's really designed, and it's very format, and the way, the beautiful way that the uh, publisher put it together, to be a treasured book on any bookshelf. It's not a, uh, a huge book. It's not that difficult to read. It's it's made up of fifty two very readable segments. Mm-hmm. There are stories in it. There are quotations from uh, yesteryear. Uh, there are insights uh, and stories that have come into my life. But but we have taken 52 Bible verses about God's faithfulness and made a book here that I think would be anybody would be pleased to give to a friend. A wonderful devotional, and uh, again, just each one is just a few pages long, easy to grasp and to comprehend the the principles that are being taught. Uh, you, you mentioned the, the the quotes from yesteryear. You've got another amazing quote from uh, Charles Haddon Spurgeon, page 53 in your book, and uh, here is the quote. Through the ages, our God has had billions of people to deal with, yet there does not stand under heaven's cover or above the stars or in hell itself a single soul who can say that God is not absolutely faithful. What a powerful statement. Charles Spurgeon was the, the most eloquent preacher uh, of Victorian uh, of the Victorian era. He would stand up without, with almost no notes, um, just some things that he had scratched out the day before, and out of his mouth would come eloquence and insights from Scripture that is almost unequaled. And I could have just pulled from his sermons to have uh, given the quotes for every one of these 52 devotions. Mm -hmm. But yes, he, he understood the faithfulness of God and its importance in our lives. And let me just share one more of him that you have in your book, and it's at the end of chapter 33, and I found it very appropriate for just our discussion on this book here today. Here's the quote, God writes with a pen that never blots, speaks with a tongue that never slips, and acts with a hand that never fails. Bless his name. What a powerful statement. Yes, he had a way of of saying those things, and his statements are memorizable. You know, you can, um, years ago when I knew Billy Graham's wife, Ruth, I was always amazed at how many wise sayings she had stored up in her memory, not just Bible verses, but she would quote from Spurgeon. And and to store up some of these quotes in your mind to share with others, Mm -hmm. that's part of what makes somebody a refreshing person. But it's true. God writes with a pen that never blots speaks with a tongue that never slips, and acts with a hand that never fails. Wow. Your devotional in chapter 21 is entitled, Christ's Faithfulness in Little Things. And, Pastor Morgan, it's easy for us to think that, that God can't possibly be interested in me while there's so much chaos in the world, countries at war with one another. But it's important for us to realize that it's not only me that God has his attention on, but even the small things that I encounter. It is. And I tell... Uh, I use several verses in, in this particular uh, devotion, but especially Isaiah chapter 11, verse 5, that righteousness will be his belt and faithfulness the sash around his waist. Uh, 
uh, and Isaiah here was uh, looking forward to the Lord Jesus Christ. And I quote Sinclair Ferguson, who said that people uh, that Jesus was was faithful in small things in his life. When you go through the Gospels, he was faithful in honoring his parents. He was faithful in living in every small way according to the the words of God. He was uh, faithful in caring for those along the road that he he passed by. He was faithful in the details. And my life has a lot of details. And it's wonderful to know that I can trust him not just with the disasters, but with the details. I can trust him not just with the big things that are troubling me in uh, existential ways, but I can trust him with the smaller things of life, which sometimes occupy our attention more than the big things. Robert Morgan, our guest here today on Crosstalk, and I'd like you to comment also on your title on Chapter 22, He Makes No Mistakes, because sometimes it's our attitude, why me? Lord, don't you know I've served you? Don't you know what I'm doing for you? Is is there some mistake that you've made with this trial or this challenge that's come my way? Weren't you actually planning this for somebody else? But God does not make mistakes. Comment on that if you would. Well, one of the interesting verses, and this is the verse that I use in this chapter, is Psalm 119, verse uh, verse 75. I know, Lord, that your laws are righteous, and that in your faithfulness you have afflicted me. Hmm. And one of the poems that I found that I've added to this book was written back in 1932 by a Mississippi pastor named A.M. Overton, and his wife passed away. And somehow during that funeral, a thought came into his mind, and um, uh, and he jotted it down. And Jim, it's a beautiful set of words. He said, my father's way may twist and turn, my heart may throb and ache, but in my soul I'm glad to know he maketh no mistake. Yeah, amen. Amen. Robert Morgan with us. Uh, I'm going to look at the next chapter here, too, number 20, uh, or I think it's chapter 23, Feed on His Faithfulness. Um, how do we feed on God's faithfulness? Well, this is from Psalm 37, and I'll, this is a, a psalm, the first eight verses I memorized, because it's the biblical uh, injunction, do not fret. It says, do not fret, F-R-E-T very similar to the way Jesus said in Matthew 6, do not worry, or Paul said in Philippians chapter 4, be anxious for nothing. The, uh, the psalmist said, do not fret, but trust in the Lord, do good, and feed on his faithfulness. So to feed on something, of course, is to, to chew it up, to get it inside of you. Uh, I had a wonderful sandwich for lunch, and uh, so I ate it, and it's... it's uh, doing its work, I'm digesting it, and it'll give me strength. So our diet, mentally, should be rich enough uh, to, to sustain us. We, we are what we eat, and that's true mentally as well as physically. So feeding on God's faithfulness is the idea of studying the Bible and drawing out those words that we need in any given occasion and meditating on them and uh, digesting them. And there's a power to that that will give you sustaining strength. We're going to take a quick break here. I've got a few more questions I want to run by our guest, and then we'll be opening up phone lines to give you opportunity to comment on this topic of God's faithfulness. And uh, certainly the, the, the devotional type book, Great is Thy Faithfulness, a wonderful gift book to Well, you will benefit from it as you read it, but then to share it with others, to be an encouragement to them. We'll tell you more about it after the break. You're listening to Crosstalk on VCY America. Part of the Thief in the Night series, here is a clip from A Distant Thunder. Your right hand, please. That trick, young woman, is used in here 50 times a day. Now, if you want your child cared for... You must have your ID. I can't take the mark. (laughs) My baby is dying. The Thief in the Night four-part Prophecy DVD set is available from VCY America as our way of saying thank you for your donation of $25 or more. 
The set includes A Thief in the Night, A Distant Thunder, Image of the Beast, and Prodigal Planet. Call VCY America at 1-800-729-9829, 1-800-729-9829, or order online at vcyamerica.org. Tuned to Crosstalk on VCY America. Robert J. Morgan is our guest today, an author with many best-selling titles. Uh, again, many of you have benefited from his books, uh, Then Sings My Soul, the three books dealing with the, the, the different histories of, of hymns and about the hymn writers, uh, the Red Sea Rules, the Jordan River Rules, 100 Bible Verses That Made America. Uh, he was with us uh, last on the 50 Final Events in World History. He mentioned how he loved the book of Revelation. We talked and, and uh, spoke on that. And uh, here are his book, Great is Thy Faithfulness, 52 Reasons to Trust God When Hope Feels Lost. And friends, uh, perhaps you're going through that feeling of hope being gone. We want to remind you that God's faithfulness is great. And uh, certainly, as, as he has found uh, at least 100 scripture passages in writing devotionals on, on uh, 52 of these uh, in this book, 52 Reasons to Trust God When Hope Feels Lost. It's being featured as a book of the month uh, at the VCY bookstore. They've got it 45% off uh, for just $10.99. Again, it's a beautiful hardcover uh, gift book to share with others. And uh, you can obtain them at, uh, by calling the bookstore, one 888 Seven two two four eight two nine one triple eight seven two two four eight two nine, or at vcy.com. And uh, with that, uh, Lord willing, will be uh, such a price that may enable you to get multiple copies, so you can share them, uh, share the book with others. Uh, Pastor Morgan, uh, chapter thirty-four of your book has an important concept. It's titled "Telling Our Children of God's." faithfulness. Now, speaking of God's faithfulness is indeed something not only good for us to know, but we must pass this on to the next generation that's so, so very critical in my, in my viewpoint. Well, and it's also a biblical command. Isaiah chapter 38, verse 19 says that parents must tell their children of God's faithfulness. And to me, this is such a joyful thing. I feel a great uh, sense of adoption when it comes to uh, a, a verse in the book of Psalms that says, Lord, do not forsake me until I tell your glories to the generation yet to come. And I feel like that I want to have a ministry with young people. I've got grandchildren. They have friends. I've got youngsters uh, in church. I've got youngsters across the street and here and there in schools. Sometimes I'm able to speak on college and university campuses. So I think that in the home especially, we should be excited about the Lord. We should be reading our Bible, and our kids should should be able to see us. Um, I think that we should be telling them what God has been showing us. I remember my dad uh, pulling me aside and saying, look at this verse. I don't think I've ever seen it before, and, and I can still remember him sharing those verses with me. And so uh, having a, a family that is based around an open Bible in the home is, is a very biblical and, and wonderful thing. And our children will become optimistic people because of the power of the promises of God that they discover in childhood. This really dovetails into a previous interview that you and I conducted, uh, dealing with the the gathering of the stones, that piling of the stones, what meaneth these stones, and, and then rehearsing what God has done. Yes, from the Jordan River Rules. Mm-hmm. It's amazing to me that the Lord devotes an entire chapter, which is Joshua chapter 4, to the building of a monument. But the purpose of it is so that in days to come, when children say, what's that monument for, that they can tell the story of a miracle that God did in bringing them into the promised land. So uh, Psalm 89 says, I will make your faithfulness known throughout all generations. So that's one of the things that I think all of us should be exhilarated by the opportunity of doing that. Pastor Morgan, there may be listeners right now who have 
maybe wandered away from the Lord or out of fellowship with him. Your chapter 45 is entitled, He is Faithful to Forgive. Tell us about that. Well, and this is what John uh, tells us in, in the book of First John, chapter 1, that if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just and will forgive us of our sins and will cleanse us from all unrighteousness. We all have uh, periods of failure. Uh, I remember there's an old song that we used to sing when I was growing up. The chimes of time ring mm-hmm. out the news. Another day is through. Someone slipped and fell. Was that someone you? And so we have to trust in God's ability and his willingness to forgive us of our sins. And he has promised that he will. And he will be faithful to that promise so we can bring anything to the Lord. And he will put it behind his back into the sea of forgetfulness if we confess our sins. He is faithful and just and will forgive us our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. Friends, we're opening our phone lines. If you'd like to get on board with your question or brief comment here today dealing with God's faithfulness, perhaps something that's been said by our our guest today has uh, prompted a question in your mind, our phone number to Crosstalk is 800-733-9829. Maybe even there's been a verse of Scripture that that the Lord has has given you, spoken to your heart, when you've gone through a trial, a struggle, and and that has proven God's faithfulness uh, even to you. Again, our number, 800-733-9829. Pastor Morgan, sometimes we may feel that my need is just too great, or the pain I'm bearing is too great, or the circumstances that I'm, I'm feeling are just, they just seem insurmountable. Is, is God's faithfulness ever exhausted? There is nothing about God that can ever be exhausted. He is infinite. He is limitless. His faithfulness is bottomless. First Thessalonians 5.24 says, The one who calls you is faithful, and he will do it. Mm. So we can never wear out God's faithfulness. There is nothing about God that we can ever wear out. We can draw on his promises from now until infinity. We will never exhaust them. We can draw on his strength from now until everlastingness, and his strength will never be diminished by one ounce because it is infinite, but he will strengthen us and he will guide us out of that infinite. So we have a never-ending source of spiritual supply and emotional energy and enthusiasm that comes from our relationship with God through Jesus Christ. Oh, and that reminds me, you were speaking here of another song of the past uh, about when we've exhausted our store of endurance, uh, how God, you know, giveth and giveth and giveth again. I mean, His grace is so great for us. Yes, my grace is sufficient for you. And if there was ever an understatement in the Bible, that is it. Hmm. It is so abundant for us. And I think that if we were to realize more fully, how endless God's supply of grace was to us, then we would worry much less about life. There's a verse in the book of John, chapter 1, that says, out of the fullness of his grace, we have all received one blessing after another. Well, amen. Friends, our phone number to Crosstalk today, 800-733-9829. That's 800-733-9829. We have Paul calling from the state of Iowa. Hi, Paul, you're on the air. Thank you. Um, I had a a very unfortunate situation almost 20 years ago. I had a a wife and and, uh, 10 children, married 32 years. And I had a son that decided he'd experiment with drugs. And uh, he started giving me hallucinogenic drugs and a lot of them. My wife figured it out, took off with the kids, and the whole family abandoned me in a state of madness. Drug-induced madness, and I didn't even know what was wrong with me. Well, uh, shorten up the story a little bit. I came to the conclusion that there was, there was only two roads to go. I was either going to trust God or I was going to blow my brains out because the world was looking awful funny in the mirror. And I chose to trust God. And uh, I had a friend that uh, helped me. He, um, I started studying my spiritual enemies and, and uh, what it took to have a relationship with Jesus Christ. And 
I found that I had a very personal God, hmm. even when others totally abandoned me. And uh, uh, I helped him publish his book as well, and I wrote my, my own on the same subject. Hmm. But it's, uh, uh, I like this, this topic you have today, and there is hope in the Lord. Amen. There's always hope in the Lord. Amen. Pastor Morgan. Well, I love that. Faith is simply counting on God's faithfulness. And sometimes, I'm, as Paul spoke, I was thinking of something that George Mueller once said, that he would, he would have gone insane if it hadn't been for the promises of God. Wow. And it says yeah. about Sarah that she considered him faithful who had made the promise, referring to God. So I, I commend Paul for t- turning to the Lord in that Amen. very, very difficult time. Amen. God bless you, Paul. Thank you for the call today. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Bye-bye now. Our number to cross talk, 800-733-9829, 800-733-9829. Kathy is calling from Minnesota. Hi, Kathy. You're on the air. Hi. Thank you for taking my call. I just want to say this is a, a wonderful and inspiring topic that you have on today. I personally have felt the grace of God, and um, it just, such love and loyalty is is beyond what we can even imagine. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just love God so much, and thank you so much for what you guys do. Amen. Thank you for your call here today. Keeping our focus on the Lord and uh, so critical, especially, folks, as we, we talk about heavy issues often here on Crosstalk. And th- there are issues that are going on, but uh, certainly as we go through these times, these challenging times, our focus must be on the Lord. Uh, Robert, do we still have you with us? Okay, it looks like we just got disconnected from Robert. Uh, so, Cheryl, we're going to have you get Robert back on the line here for us here and uh, taking your calls at Crosstalk. Again, uh, friends, uh, Great Is I Faithfulness, uh, a book here written by Robert Morgan, and uh, one of great blessing. Uh, you can uh, obtain it uh, as a book of the month here from the VCY Bookstore. And uh, they do have it discounted some 45% through November 30th. Uh, but you do need to reach out here by the end of the month. And uh, it is at vcy.com, vcy.com, or one 722 That's one 722 And Robert, do we have you back with us here? Yes, I'm so sorry. I hit the wrong button. That's okay. Uh, Let's uh, go next to, uh, let's see, uh, we have Ernie in Texas. Hi, Ernie, you're on the air. Uh, Good morning. Uh, Good afternoon. Uh, This is Ernie Garza. Thank you for uh, taking my call. Uh, Mm -hmm. Just a comment. uh, I came in late, but uh, talking about God's faithfulness, uh, it reminded me of Hebrews 13.8. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And uh, so it's who he is, his character. Amen. Amen. Thank you for that, uh, calling in that scripture verse. And uh, Pastor Morgan, I know this is this is another verse, really, that gives us the assurance that, you know, the same God that we saw do miracles uh, in, in Scripture is the same God that we serve today. Well, the book of Hebrews has several wonderful verses about God's faithfulness. Uh, Hebrews 10.23 says, Let us hold unswervingly to the hope that we profess, because he who promised is faithful. Mm. And I think that's my very favorite verse on God's faithfulness in the Bible. So uh, Ernie was very, very correct in going to the book of Hebrews. Uh, that just uh, bubbles over with uh, truths about the faithfulness of, of our Savior. Friends, we're up against a break, and uh, we have uh, some more room on the phone lines. Our telephone number to Crosstalk, 800-733-9829. Is there a Bible verse that you go to as you go through times of crisis that points to the faithfulness of God? I'd like to hear from you here today, 800-733-9829. We'll be back in just one minute. You're listening to Crosstalk. For the Worldview Report, I'm Brandon House. Society is collapsing morally, and as society collapses morally, guess what? We have leaders that don't fulfill the moral purpose of government. After all, where do our leaders come from? From the same population. And indeed, Romans 13 says, For rulers hold no terror for those who do right, but for those who do wrong. Do you want to be free from fear of the one in authority? Then do what is right, and you will be 
commended. For the one in authority is God's servant for your good. But if you do wrong, be afraid. For rulers do not bear the sword in vain. What's going on here? Rulers are to be ministers of righteousness. What's happened? Today we have people coming from our culture that are, as of the population, not moral people upholding the purpose of government. So why is crime spiking? Because they're not the moral leaders to fight back. They let them out on bail. They give them justification. And crime is rampant. The breakdown of government. Robert J. Morgan, our guest today, how powerful uh, it's, it's a Bible study. It's a devotional book uh, causing you to focus in on God's great faithfulness. A devotional book would be a good uh, characteristic of, of, of this book to describe it. And again, available through the VCY bookstore, vcy.com, or by calling one 722 4829 We've got Bonnie, who's been holding in Minnesota. Hi, Bonnie, you're on the air. Hi, Jim. I have a Bible verse. I go to so much of the Bible because it is all fabulous and great. Anyway, my, my one Bible verse that I go to, especially when things are really tough, is from Job. Um, and, and it's a short Bible verse, and all it says is, Though he slay me, yet will I praise him. Hmm. And it's like, that is what it is. I mean, we can be slayed for so many different reasons. But it is always through God and because of God and for God's glory. So I still continue to praise him. Amen. Thank you for the call. And uh, (laughs) Pastor Morgan, Job was another person who went through great trials and great difficulties. and, and, And he said, and I've used this verse in my own life, He knoweth the way that I take. When he hath tried me, I shall come forth as gold. Well, Bonnie is right. And the verse that she quoted is one that I often go to as well. We have to come to a point of recognizing that there may be some things that will not turn out exactly the way that we want them to. We cannot always dictate how things will turn out. Now we know that God will turn the blessings, uh, turn the curses into blessings and work everything for good. But in any given situation, we have to leave it in God's hands and trust Him with it. And like Job, though He slay me yet, will I trust Him? Yeah. Um, that's, that's a wonderful verse of reassurance. Let's go to Robin in Kentucky. Hi, Robin. You're on the air. Yeah, I appreciate you taking my call. Um, I don't really think the way that when I ask this question, but I've gotten in the habit of daily devotionals and I really enjoy them. But the reason I'm calling is um, I've heard people say in church or different places, the reason they're sick or have problems is because they sinned. And I just don't think that way, because I, I think God loves you no matter what has happened. Could you answer that, please? Great. Pastor Morgan. Well, Jesus had a lot of problems, and he uh, suffered very terribly, and, uh, and he thirsted, and he was hunger, hungry, and, and he died, and, and he never sinned. So I don't think that we can always draw a correlation between a specific illness and uh, and punishment from God. Uh, I think it's it's dangerous to do that. On the other hand, there may be times when God uses a situation to discipline us and to bring us to where he wants us to be. Mm-hmm. But whether um, it's uh, something the devil is doing to us, uh, whether it's just the circumstances of life beating down on us, or whether it's something inside of ourselves, whatever the situation is, we have to look to the Lord and to the one who calls us, because First Thessalonians 5 says the one who calls you is faithful, Amen. and he will do it. Amen. Thank you, Robin. Uh, we've got Kimberly in Sparta, Wisconsin. You're on the air. Is that Wisconsin or Tennessee? No, Wisconsin. Okay, go ahead. You're on the air. Thanks. Well, um, trusting in, in the Lord is a, um, a couple of verses that help me a lot is, uh, one, Psalms 46 says, uh, can be still and know that I am God. I'm somebody who, you know, type A and uh, wants to fix everything and then just uh, always um, need to be reminded that yeah. I'm not the great fixer. He is. Amen. Um, so that, and that one's easy to remember because it's very short. Uh, so um, Psalm 4610 is a good one for me. Right. And then also um, Jeremiah 17, Verses 7 um, through 8, Blessed is a man who trusts in the Lord, whose confidence indeed is the Lord. He will be like a tree 
planted by the river and sends out her roots towards the stream and doesn't fear when the heat comes and her foliage remains green and will not um, weary in the year of drought and will not cease to produce fruit. Um, so that is another one, just, you know, trust in the Lord, not Matt man, and uh, look up. Look up so you can keep your chin up is another one of my sayings. Great. Thank you so much, Kimberly, for sharing that here today. And now, Pastor Morgan, I, that first verse she shared, be still and know that I'm God. We don't see that word faithful in that verse, but that verse is all about God's faithfulness. Well, it is. And Psalm 46 begins by saying, God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Yeah. Now, it doesn't just say a present help. It says a very present help in trouble. And I think what Kimberly was getting at is that as we study the Bible, there are some verses, it's as though the Lord just lifts them off the page and says, I'm going to give this verse to you. And we should have those verses memorized. We should have them on the walls of our homes. Very special verses that get us through difficult times. Thank you, Kimberly. We have an anonymous caller next. Go ahead, caller. You're on the air. Yeah, um, both John the Baptist and um, had a moment where I don't have a problem hoping and uh, having the hope of God's promises. I know they're all true and yay and amen, but there's that moment of pain. And um, I answer that to myself, or the Holy Spirit did to me, before I became a, a, a Christian and I was reading the Bible, there's a moment where the Lord, after he resurrected, and he tells them to say, you know, tell the 12 apostles to meet me down at Galilee. And he added, and tell Peter to come too. And Peter was in so much pain over his denial. And that moment of God saying, tell Peter to come too, just proved to me he knows our pain and he will alleviate it. That was just that made me become a Christian right then and there. I, believe, I fell on my face and believed that he was the son of the living God. Right. Praise the Lord for that. And Robert, we're down to 40 seconds, so I'd like to have you comment on this caller. Well, it reminds me of what uh, Paul said to Timothy. Even if we are faithless, God remains faithful. Mm. We're not going to be perfect, and we're going to have times of doubt or pain or fear. But God is absolutely perfect, and Psalm 145 says the Lord is trustworthy in all he promises and faithful in all he does. Well, praise the Lord. Thank you for your call, and sorry to other callers yet waiting to talk, but we are out of time. Robert J. Morgan, our guest here today, the book Great is Thy Faithfulness, available at vcy.com or by calling one 722 and uh, Pastor Morgan, thank you for joining us here today and, and talking about this, this uh, well, the faithfulness of God. It's been a great topic. It's a pleasure for me. Thank you, Jim. Mm-hmm. Robert J. Morgan, our guest here today. And uh, friends, I know that uh, the book will be an encouragement, especially as you go through times of challenge and difficulty in our lives, not to be focused on ourselves, but to focus on a God who indeed is faithful. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to Crosstalk via satellite and the Internet from VCY America. Views expressed may or may not be those of this station. For a CD of today's program, send a donation of $6 or more to VCY Tape Ministry, 3434 West Kilbourne Avenue, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 53208, or download by RSS or podcast from CrosstalkAmerica.com. And join us again for Crosstalk. Crosstalk.